Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Channel. On WGR Sports Radio 550. The Bills have just tweeted another request for shoveling help. (laughs) So here we go. A little bit more time between now and uh, late Sunday for this one, hopefully, anyway, so that you can actually sit down when you get there. Am I the only one wondering what effect there will be from the snow that was there that people had to either sit on or stand on that's been packed down and now snowed on on top? I'm assuming that snow did not get cleared out of there. Maybe I shouldn't be um, because of the way it's been snowing really ever since. Um, I just wonder what kind of job that is. You know, like it just feels like there might be layers of really hard-packed snow underneath this fresh snow that's fallen. I don't know. I'd love to use the opportunity to campaign for my beloved Bills Island idea out here, uh, just Navy Island off on the West River uh, where I'm sitting looking out. But it's been snowing all day here too, and it's it's not it's not seven feet or anything, but um, right. it's, not, it's not exactly we're, we're in luxury up uh, yeah, up, yeah. up here. Bill's Island would be snow-covered also. Sal Capaccio with us on the West Her Hotline. Sal, let's start with the injuries. I, mean, I know Zach went over it in the update. Not much is different from yesterday, but what is and what do you think this all means? Where are we at here? Yeah, hi, guys. Um, what's different is that Stefan Diggs had a vet rest day today, but attached to that was foot. That happens sometimes. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about it right now. I mean, if, you know, something happens tomorrow and he doesn't practice, then alarm bells would go off, right? But um, a lot of times you'll get, like, you know, Leonard Floyd, you know, wrist slash vet rest, whatever. It might be something you have just getting treatment on, but it's a vet rest day. I would say this. Usually Diggs has a Friday vet rest day, but it was today. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, the other thing that changed was Sam Martin became a limited participant. That is very encouraging. Uh, if he can go, that would really help them with the numbers. We talked about this and what um, kind of roster and elevations they're looking at and where they need to be on Sunday. So that's going to be a very tricky situation. Um, otherwise, nothing else really changed today. Um, you still had no Christian Benford, no Terrell Bernard, no Gabe Davis, no Taylor Rapp, no Bale Inspector. Um, tomorrow's the day. I think, you know, we'll, we'll have Sean McDermott on the extra point show in the morning. He'll give us a, if anybody's declared out right there, we'll find out. And um, otherwise, we'll see how it goes. I would imagine they would really take this as far as they can with all these guys, considering this is, you know, the playoffs and the situation. One bit of encouraging news, I would say, is that Taron Johnson got through yesterday limited 
and was able to participate yep. again, you know, a limited non, non-contact non red jersey. And I know he's got to clear that protocol, and I, and I have no, if I need to say it, like inside information, but at this point with watching him participate and, see, and seeing how he's been listed, what his status is, I'm prepared to say I'd be surprised if he doesn't play Sunday. I would share that sentiment, and obviously concussions are tricky. Everybody's different. It's not his first time he's been in concussion protocol this year. Uh, but as I you know, remind people, <clears throat> you know, you, you, there are all different times where you can get cleared. It doesn't mean you know one or two is a certain amount of days or anything like mm-hmm. that. And let's remember Ty Johnson cleared in five days last week. He was in the protocol Sunday night in Miami. He was announced as cleared on Friday. The Bills have six days. Normally you'd love seven here or more. Um, but I agree with you today out there. I watched, I was out there today, watched him and it didn't seem like to me, he was doing anything different in in the media portion that we were able to watch, Mm -hmm. but he did have that red non-contact. The other encouraging thing about that, I'm glad you brought that up, Bulldog, is not just Johnson. So Rasul Douglas and Tyrell Dodson both limited again today, not just limited, neither had a red Jersey on. And that says a lot to me, you know, that these guys, they're, they're out there, even though they're limited, they're not, you know, a stop sign's not put on them, basically. You know what I mean? That's basically mm-hmm. what the situation is when you have a red jersey. Sal, so that's the latest on injuries. One thing we've been talking about a little bit here the last couple of days is with all the glory that the quarterbacks have, have earned in this game, the, the classic matchup here with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, the, the running backs are interesting. Both teams in their own bills have become very run heavy. They've turned to James Cook, who for the most part has done well, and I would think that this would happen again. And then you have Isaiah Pacheco for Kansas City, who missed the regular season meeting between these teams December 10th. You know, it's it's running backs, and there's a certain amount of interchangeability here. Probably mm-hmm. the guy who has the best stat line will be because that's what tends to happen with running backs. You know, if your team's ahead, you're going to run the ball. But, you know, beyond all that, how do you compare these two, and do you think there's a fair chance that the two running backs will go a long way to determining the winner? I do, and I do also think it's because of the two defenses. And at times, both have been, you know, a little leaky against the run. The Bills have a high yards per carry against them on the ground. A lot of that is because of big chunks they gave up on certain plays earlier in the season. I think they've been very good against the run, especially second half of the year. Most of the year, I think, for the most part, they have been. There have been times where teams have had a few runs here or there that have kind of gotten away from them. So that impacts that. The Chiefs, they've been more of a every game, consistently teams might be able to move the ball on them a little bit on the ground. They've had their good moments as well where that hasn't happened. But talking with Kansas City media... That's also a bit of a concern, maybe, if you'd say, like, hey, what's the concern there? They would tell you, you know, sometimes on the ground hasn't been the best, and teams can take advantage of them. So you look at the two guys you just talked about. You look at the run games. I was looking at these two teams in this same light earlier today, Mike. They're so similar in their stats when it comes to the run game individually. Like, you have Cook and you have Pacheco, and those are the two guys. And Cook's averaging 4.7 yards a carry. And Pacheco's averaging 4.6 yards a carry. And the next best running back, yards-wise for them, next best rusher, is their quarterback. For um, you know, the Bills, obviously, it's Josh Allen, 524 yards on the season. And for the Chiefs, it's Patrick Mahomes, 389. And 
you probably would, might be surprised to know this. I don't know. Mahomes has a much higher yards per carry average this year than Allen does. With Mahomes, it's it's that frustrating, you get him in third and long, and he finds a way to make it, right? That just happens every game, it seems like. You watch the Chiefs, it's third and eight, Mahomes is back there, he's buying time, buying time, and he runs for a first down. Now, you get that from Josh Allen, but a lot of times with Allen, it's more of the designed run, and yep, you have a chance here, he's going to take off, and you see more of that, but he also has a lot of runs where, because he does run the ball a little more, you get one and two yards, so that's going to impact it. The, the quarterback sneaks impact, obviously, the yards per carry here, but it is... The second leading rusher is both guys. And then their third leading rusher has it's for, for, for Kansas City, Edwards Alaire, 70 carries on the year. For the Buffalo Bills, Latavius Murray, 79 carries on the year. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I also I mean, this, by the way, Cook and Pacheco have the same exact number of catches, forty four. That's right. It's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, this came up earlier and I, I saw a graphic um on Twitter earlier today just like, you know, tail the tape sort of thing with the season stats with Allen and Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And I I know Mahomes is mobile, and I think of him as extending plays and then, you know, throwing, you know, sidearm to somebody, no look or something. Um, And I was surprised that he was as close to Allen as he was in just, you know, total yards as as a runner. Right. And and I think, again, to me, the average yards per carry, like it stands out 5.2 against 4.7. But Allen gets a lot of those, especially now the right. tush push, the snowplow, whatever, gets a lot of those one and two yard carries where they are completely different, though, is goal line and right. scoring. Josh Allen has 15 rushing touchdowns this year. That's 15 more than Patrick Mahomes. He has zero. He has not run for a touchdown this year. They don't They don't do that. They don't put him in that situation. They'd rather do a little underhand flip to somebody than run Patrick Mahomes in from the one-yard line, right? I mean, that's just the um, the defense that they run. And you're right, Mike, about the receiving. I looked at that, too. So it's interesting. Pacheco, 44 carries. I'm sorry, catches. 44 catches. He's only averaged five and a half yards a catch. Like, it's weird. I, yeah, I was I so stunned by that number. I think of a guy like that and, like, screen passes, getting yards. That's not the case. Like, he catching the ball, and it's 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 hasn't been a big get for them this year. Whereas James Cook, 10.1 yards a catch receiving. Right. Cook and Pacheco have the same number of receptions, but Cook had that for 200 more yards than Pacheco. Yeah, that's well, right. Well, it's fun to, compare, fun, fun to compare the numbers. One more sort of comparison for you, Sal. As uh, many know, many listeners know, Sal is a part of my February Fix fantasy draft Mm. where we draft for next year around the Super Bowl. This year it will be the Saturday after the Super Bowl. Who do you think you would rather have for next year? Who will will be higher on your board, Sal, Kelsey or Kincaid? I think Kincaid. I don't even know if Kelsey's going to play after this year. I mean, there were rumors a month ago that him and Jason might step away at the same time, and now Jason has stepped away. I'd be afraid of that. All right. I mean, you're nice to tell me, by the way, because I'm in that draft. But you're going to go Kincaid <laughs> no, and I, Kelsey. Yeah, no kidding. Way. I'll have him higher. I, I, Honestly, Mike, the reason wouldn't be because, oh, my God, I'm so high on Dalton Kincaid, which I would be pretty high on him. I don't know if I want to touch Kelsey. That's, that, that's the secret I'll yeah. give out. I mean, if he was there late, and you know, he'd say, okay, well, I'm going to take him, but – he might be on my, yeah, I don't really want to go there. I'd rather take a lot of other guys because I'm just worried about that situation and his decline in production and his age right now. Tight end premium, Bulldog, by the way, 1.5. Yeah, it is. That does make it matter. Oh, that's that's More. a big factor. That's a big no, factor. None of this accounts for Brock Bowers. 
Maybe Sal Sal will rather have Brock Bauer. So will I, probably. Uh, Brock Bauer's the rookie than uh, than Kelsey. All right. Well, there's plenty of time for that. All right. Uh, tomorrow roundtable. Yes, roundtable tomorrow. Uh, what about? Do you want Cam McCormick? You want to draft Cam McCormick? No, who that is. <laughs> Did you see the story? He's the the ninth year Miami Hurricane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going into his ninth college season. He got cleared for a ninth season. He committed to Oregon in 2015. He plays at Miami. He's going to be a ninth-year college football player. His name is Cam McCormick, a tight end. I think we want Zach for Cam McCormick. I think Zach. That's, this is a hot-button issue for Zach. Yeah, I'm not a fan. This is this is nine years is too long. We've gone too long. <laughs> Get a job, I believe was the tweet. He's, that yeah, was the tweet. Get a job. He's, 20, he's 25 years old. I saw it today. Seems young to me. Hey man, hey, you know what? Didn't we all? Hey, maybe, maybe you guys haven't. I think, like, I know when I was younger, and even now, people would say, "Stay in college as long as you can, man. Have fun." <laughs> right. Guys living the American dream. Right. Does he look? The question is, does he look like he can still play? That's the question. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. I, mean, I just think it's amazing. <laughs> all right, thanks, Sal. Talk to you tomorrow. You guys got it. There's our Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearances are brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Can you even remember the Chiefs' last last road playoff game? I've got it for you. And there's one thing I remember about it. Only one. One thing I remember about it. It's eight years ago. More, actually. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog will have that next. Paul Hamilton joins for Sabres pregame at 6. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.